You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we're going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. Hello, hello. This is just a quick reminder that if you are wanting to join Stories From Here, Ordinary Gratitude, that this Thursday, October 22nd, is the last day to register for the course. So if you want to tell your story, learn to take beautiful photos with your phone, and develop a daily gratitude habit. This is your last chance to register. So just a quick reminder, I would love for you to dive into that with me at lauren-likes.com backslash gratitude. Now on to our show. Welcome to today's show. I am really excited to talk about a topic that I have been really worked up about lately. Once I started thinking about this, I couldn't stop and I wrote an email about it. And then I was like, you know what? I need to go way more in depth. I had so much to say about it. I wanted to bring it here to the podcast to you. So maybe you feel like your creativity is stuck. Like there's something wrong with it, you know? And you're like, I mean, I make stuff. I try new things. I've been like watching, taking classes or watching videos or, you know, like following people on Instagram. And, you know, I have all these supplies and all these materials and stuff, but I just... I'm not like very good at anything. I just don't really have a clear direction of what I'm doing. I don't, you know, really love anything specifically. Um, I don't have a lot of like art that I've created. Here's what I have come to realize the problem is. This is why your creativity is stuck. It is stuck because you are not giving it enough time. Now, you might be saying, well, I show up and I create stuff all the time. Yeah, but are you like doing a technique one time? You know, you're just like pushing some paint around on the paper. You're, you know, watching this tutorial on like Tombow markers and then you're learning about neo colors and then you're trying to, you know, do like an October spooky drawing challenge. And then, um, you know, you're like dabbling in this and you're dabbling in that. And your vision of what you want to create is never coming out onto the page. It's because it's not just about showing up and playing around with something, but it's about consistent, committed, repetitive time spent creating. That is what is going to grow your creativity. It's going to grow your idea bank. It's going to grow your skills. It's going to grow your commitment. It's going to grow your direction. You need to spend consistent, committed, repetitive time creating. So what that means is that you have to pick something and do it over and over again. You have to really dive into it. You have to try something a million different ways. You have to be problem solving and figuring things out and experimenting and trying new things. So let's take, for instance, you want to learn how to be an amazing artist with Tombow pins. Okay. 
You can't just color with them one time. You have to color with them and then you have to add water to them. And then you have to figure out how to use that blendy marker. And then you have to figure out what it's like to layer different types of other pens over top of them. And then you need to figure out what happens when you add salt into the paints. Um, and then you got to try it on different pieces of paper. Um, and then you got to try doing abstracts or doing realistic paintings or drawings. Um, you have to figure out how many layers you can do with them. Do they need to be completely dry? What happens when you paint with them wet? Um, you have to watch tutorials. You have to see what other artists are, artists are doing with them. And then you have to try those things. And anytime you hit a problem, you're, it's not coming out the way you think. You need to Google that. Why are my Tombos drying out? Why Aren't they blending well? And then you have to watch a video and figure that out. And then you have to do it again and you have to keep trying with it. And so, so many times we show up, we watch one tutorial, we put some paint on the page and then we're like, well, this sucks. I, that didn't do anything. It does not look at all like what it was supposed to. And then we just move on. And maybe that's what you need. Maybe you just need to kind of play around with some stuff and that's fine. But if you're like, my creativity is just not growing. I'm not getting any better. I'm not developing into this artist I thought I could be. It's because you're not committing to creating and giving your creativity the time that it needs. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about this in her book, Big Magic, that creativity is its own living being and you enter a contract with it to bring forth something into the world. So the creativity, the idea, the inspiration, whatever it is, it's going to be there, but you have to show up and do the work. And if you show up like once a month for 20 minutes, you know, you're kind of distracted. You're like, oh, what, but, oh, like, come look at this other thing that I have too over here, creativity or inspiration. It's, it's not going to blossom. It's going to leave you. It's, it's going to go away because it needs you to be showing up consistently every day. Now, I'm not saying that you have to choose Tombow markers and that is the only thing you're ever, ever allowed to use. Again, no, definitely not, not at all. But here is a way that I find is one of the best ways to put this into act to action. Creative challenges. So creative challenges are things like the 100 day project where you pick a creative act to do every day for 100 days. And you might pick, I'm gonna draw a four by four piece of art with Tombow markers. So now you are committing to showing up every day for a hundred days and using your Tombow markers. And the first day you're going to scribble something on the page. The second day, you're going to probably do it again. The third day, you're going to be like, Hmm, what if I do this? And you're going to make it a little different. And then every day you're going to keep building on that. And then you're going to get bored and you're going to be like, okay, what else can I add in with these Tombows? How about some water? Let's see what happens. And then you're going to be like, oh, wait, this would look awesome if I used my gel pens to draw on top of that. And then you're going to figure out, hey, do you know why that blend didn't work? It's because of this. So let me try this instead. And then you're going to get totally blocked and stuck and bored. And so you're going to do some, you know, Googling of Tombos and find this amazing tutorial that blows your mind. And then you're going to try it. And then the next day you're going to try it again. And then you're going to add some more things in and you're going to keep going and keep building. 
And at the end of the 100 days, your first and your last square of your Tombow art is going to look absolutely completely different, but of course the same because you did it. But it's going to be that vision that you had in your head when you started. But it but it took you all 100 days, 100 tries, 100 different pieces of paper to figure that out and to bring that to life. And so the thing that I love about creative challenges is that it does a few things for us. It really sets us up because it gives us a schedule. It gives us a framework. You know, it says every day for 100 days at 2 p.m. I'm going to draw with my Tombos on this four by four piece of paper. So your creativity works best inside of constraints. And then the next thing that a creative challenge does for you is it gives you that consistency. You're going to do it every day or you're going to do it 30 times or you're going to do it for you know, eight hours, whatever that kind of constraint, time constraint you set on it, it is going to force you to put in the time, the repetitive, consistent time that your creativity needs to actually grow. Because think about anything else that you've learned. You know, when you're a baby and you learn to walk, you don't try it one time and you're like, nope, didn't work. I'm done. You know, you're just, you babies put in that work over and over and over and over again until they get it. And so by you committing to putting in that time for that challenge, it is going to spring you so far forward in where you want your creativity to be. Next, doing these challenges forces you to expand on your ideas. So what happens a lot of time is we have this big grand plan and we sit down and we can't do it all in the like 10, 20, 30 minutes that we actually have set aside. Or we think we only have one idea. But these cre- these creative challenges give you the ability to build on that first step. So maybe you wanted to create this ginormous scene but you only had time to draw the flowers at the bottom of the page. Well, you're not done. You're not giving up. You're coming back tomorrow so you can add to the page again, you know? And so maybe the next day, all you get to add is the sky, but then the next day you get to add the house. And then the next day you get to add the people. And so at the end, you've actually followed through on this whole vision that you had. And then it allows you to build on your ideas. So on this one, you drew, you know, a scene of a family in front of a house. Well, the next one, you're like, what if I make the family be doing something in front of the house? So now you're working on your, your action figure drawing skills, you know, and then you're like, oh, what if I make the house be in fall or winter versus spring or summer? And so you're, building on these ideas and you're learning new skills every time and maybe then you're like okay I've already done the house thing now I wonder if I could figure out how to draw flowers because I really like drawing the little flowers in front and now I want to go really really big and do really cool funky flowers and so you're going to keep building on these because you keep showing up and you keep focusing on the same Think because if you keep jumping around to a ton of different activities and different ideas, you can't really dig deeper and get to the better ideas. You know how in class 
your writing teachers would always be like, okay, write it, write something. Okay, now rewrite it, rewrite it again, rewrite it again, again. And you realize that that fourth or fifth draft is way better than the first one because it let your brain really dig in. You got to dig past those like super easy top of mind ideas that are just kind of lying around out there that anyone can grab and create. But you're digging really deep into who you are and ideas you have and you're putting together pieces and unlocking a bigger puzzle. And so challenges give you that opportunity to do that because you're showing up repetitively. Okay, so here's where you might be when it comes to growing your creativity and you're feeling stuck. These are the four things that I think you're possibly messing up. First of all, you're too distracted. We've been talking about this. You're jumping around to too many things and you're never really giving anything a chance to stick. You're not letting yourself prove to yourself that you can do stuff, that you're good at it. You try it one time, it's bad, so you give up and move on. Or you just have shiny object syndrome and everything on your Instagram feed looks amazing, so you want to do everything. Second is you're not actually trying. So again, You might swipe some paint on the page here and there, or you'll use a supply or try out a technique once or twice, but you're not approaching it with that scientific method and approaching every outcome and looking at it for flaws and manipulating all your variables. You're not watching tutorials and reading problem-solving forums. You're not really invested in it. Next, I think that's it. I think your heart's not in it. So I've seen artists do super, super cool stuff. I follow an artist who paints birds. You guys, I hate birds. Terrified of birds. Can't stand them. I don't want to paint birds, but I like that she does. So why would I commit and be like, I'm going to learn to paint birds and I'm going to do a hundred day project. I'm going to paint a hundred birds. I do not want to look at birds for a hundred days and then trying to paint them. That's terrible. So we do that a lot though. We see some amazing artists on Instagram who's doing this, the coolest thing, you know, they're looking at this one specific rare bird found in the Amazon and they spend their whole life, you know, painting it and doing all this stuff about it. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And what you really want to do is you really want to be engulfed by something. You want to care about something so much and be so interested in it that you could spend your whole life creating around this one subject. You don't care about the bird. You want that feeling. You want that intensity. You want that drive and that care. But we get that mistaken sometimes because we just want to do what they're doing, which is painting birds versus having a deeper connection to the heart of why we're doing the thing. And it might take you a while. You might have to try a lot of things to find your thing and that's fine, but you have to find your thing. You know, I've noticed this recently for myself. I jump around a lot, admittedly, but since we moved to the mountains, I can't stop drawing the mountains. I am drawing them with every material I have. I am weaving them into my weavings. I have just made a pair of earrings with the mountains on them. Um, I am obsessed with getting these blue ridge mountains because they are just amazing to look at. Um, 
they're like a phenomena. And I'm obsessed with translating that into my art. And so I have been creating them repeatedly, trying to to get them to look right. Um, And because I just am obsessed with them, they're so beautiful. So I'm slowly finding the one thing that I had this deep heart connection to versus that looks cool. That's nifty. She's doing that. And that looks awesome. And then the fourth thing, the last thing that I think you're doing that's messing up you when you are trying to grow your creativity is you're trying to do it alone. You don't have anyone to ask questions to or problem solve with or celebrate with or hold you accountable for. You are just, you know, out there creating on your own and you're like, well, this doesn't look right, but I don't know why. And that's just the end of it. I'm stuck. You know, you, you're doing it all alone. And so you've got to find that group of people who love that same thing you do or that same technique that you do or who are willing and committed to doing this. And I think that's why people love the 100 day project so, so much is, you know, you don't have to find that community. It's just there baked into the hashtag. So you're going to see so many people getting excited for you and cheering you on and holding you accountable because they're also doing their own 100 day project and encouraging you to keep going even when you're tired, even when it's hard. And so people find a ton of great community around that project. So interview, here are the four things that I think you're doing when it's messing up your ability to grow your creativity. One, you're too distracted. Two, you're not actually trying. Three, your heart isn't in it. And four, you're doing it alone. So I want to tell you about a few times that I have used creative projects or creative challenges to really dive in and grow my creativity. So the first big challenge, big project I did was the 100 day project. I did it maybe four years ago and I told the story of us leaving Korea. And so what I did was every day I took a photo and I edited it really beautifully and I wrote the story. And it was a huge exercise in so many creative things for me. It kept me, kept me really committed to one thing. Um, I, my pictures got so much better. My storytelling got so much better. It connected me with this bigger group of people um, who were really curious and interested about what life in Korea was like. But it made me realize that I could do big projects and I could get really good at something if my heart was in it. My heart was definitely in this project. I was leaving Korea. I was so sad. And I wanted to make sure I had all of these memories. So I was really, really committed. Another year, I I sort of participated in the 100-day project. I started, I did a collage project. And I was just completely stuck. My creativity was just like, it just felt broken. And so what I did was I was like, okay, I've been interested in collage. I see a lot of people doing it. It's one of those things that I save a lot on Instagram and Pinterest. Um, So why don't I try it? Because I feel like when I collage, I just like, you know, glue a piece of paper down and then maybe like a plane ticket and then like a picture, like more of like kind of the scrapbooky collage. But I really wanted to create like scenes and worlds with my collage. And I wanted to try all of these things that I had saved. And so every day for the 100 days, I committed to creating a collage. I didn't make it all the way through, but it totally 
worked. It really shook up my creativity and got me excited to make again. And that collage book is still one of my favorite things that I own. I go back to it constantly because I really pushed myself. I made some weird stuff. I made some really cool stuff. And by showing up and using that framework of collage, it really shook my creativity up and gave me so many new ideas. I couldn't wait to get back to that book every day and try something new. And then two years ago, I did the 100 day project again, where I did a gratitude project. I was in a really bad place. I was just not happy with anything going on in my life. And I knew that if I was going to do this project, one, I needed to be super, super simple. And two, it needed to like nourish me and help me get through this. And so I started every day just by writing something I was grateful for on a pretty picture I'd taken in the past. But then I found what was happening was I was getting really excited and I was noticing things like so the more I did it you know once it started to become a habit a habit after a few days of oh I need to write down what I'm thankful for today I started noticing like oh that is beautiful that's what I'm thankful for today I actually want to take a picture of that and so I would take the picture and then I would edit it and I would make sure it's really really beautiful and then as I was spending time you know messing with the colors and the vibrancy and the light and the shade and all of those things in it I was just meditating on this thing that I was grateful for that was beautiful that was bringing me joy and so it just enriched the whole process and experience for me but it took me doing it over and over and over again until I got into that space. And the project was a huge success for me personally, for nothing and no one else. But it was so successful for me because again, it got me back into photography, back into beautiful editing, back into noticing beauty in the world and being grateful and joyful for it. And so that project was a big deal for me personally. And all of these projects all hit those same four things that I was telling you about that you needed to have. I was really committed to doing one thing. I had a framework. I had a focus. Second, I was trying. I was putting in the consistent, repetitive effort. I was doing the same thing over and over again and figuring out how to make it better, how to get better, how to do more with it. My heart was totally in all of those projects. They're what I knew that I needed for myself. I had a really great reason to do them and I was was really committed and I loved them. I loved doing them and I still love them now. And again, I knew I wasn't alone because I was participating with the 100 day project community. Now, if you're like, wait, I want to do the 100 day project and you're listening to this, I believe the 100 day project starts at the beginning of April every year. So I'm not sure when you're listening, but look for the beginning of April. I always post about it. Um, It's all over Instagram. You can, I think it's just the 100dayproject.org if you want to visit the website because you're so excited because it is so awesome. Um, But 
I just, I want to tell you all of these things because you're not a bad artist. You are an amazing one, but you're setting your creativity up for failure. And then you're blaming your creativity when you are not giving it the time, the committed, repetitive, consistent time it needs to get better at whatever it is that you are wanting to do. So for me, when I wanted to be a better photographer, I took pictures of everything. I tried all the different angles. I was studying photos and photos of people that I admired to see why mine weren't as good as there. When I wanted to get better at editing photos, I edited every photo. I worked out every kink. I read every tutorial. I tried every app. When I wanted to be a better storyteller, I wrote stories every day. I read more books. I did creative writing exercises. I edited my writing and I rewrote it. When I wanted to be better at collage, I got Every day I sat down, I created, I cut more stuff up, I tried new things, I got more ideas, I studied new techniques, I mixed different things in, I tried and tried and tried and tried again until I got where I wanted to be. But to do all of these things, I had to keep myself truly committed by having a deep and meaningful personal connection and reason to do it. And so what I have done is I have taken this idea of time equals growth and I have created a challenge for you. So every day in November in stories from here, I am taking all of these things that I have learned and turning them into a class for you. So if you want to learn to be a better photographer, to edit your photos better, to be a better storyteller, to be more grateful in your everyday life, this is going to be the perfect way for you to do that. So we are going to put all of those things I said you had to do into practice. There's a framework that you will have to follow. Once a day, you take a picture, you edit it, you share your story. You're going to have to try. You're going to have to, um, not have to, you're going to get to show up. I have got tutorials for you. I've got tips for you. I've got examples. I've got worksheets. I've got challenges. Um, I'm going to be there to help you. So you're going to be able to problem solve and test things out. And if you do it every day for 30 days, you're going to get so much better at it. Third, I hope your heart's going to be in it. Because if you are looking for some joy, some beauty, some gratitude, some grace in the world, your heart should be in this one. It is, I know I have taken so many online classes and like moved on from them, but I want people in this class whose heart is in it, who wants to find some beauty in the world and share that and capture it and really, really celebrate it. And so that connection, that reasoning is going to keep us motivated and keep us going. And then last, you're not going to be alone. I'm going to be there. We're going to have this awesome community of people who are doing the exact same thing the same day as you. And we're all going to be sharing our stories and our photos and cheering each other on and helping each other problem solve and holding you accountable. So if this is something you're interested in, something you want to do, you want to put this idea of time equals growth into play. 
stories from here. Ordinary gratitude is the place for you to do that. Every day in November, I will be sharing a new prompt with the students to help you look around your life, find something beautiful, document it, and tell the story of it so that you can grow in your skills and in your gratitude and develop a habit of looking for beauty and celebrating it. So you can join until October 22nd. That's this coming Thursday at lauren-likes.com backslash gratitude. I'm going to be doing it every day. So you're going to be able to watch me and see how I'm doing and see what showing up every day, if it really makes a difference. Um, so some of my goals for this round is I want to become a better indoor photographer. I want to photograph more moments in a way that tells stories. I want to be more grateful. I want to talk about my home and my life in more colorful language. I want to document our new homes. We just moved. Um, and I don't want to disappoint the other people doing the project with me. So these things are all going to keep me motivated and consistent as I give my creativity the time it needs to flourish and thrive. So if you have similar goals for your creativity, join me in stories from here. So whatever it is, whatever project or skill or technique that you want to be better at, I want you to give it the time that it needs. Give it the consistent, committed, repetitive time that it needs for you to get good at creating. So create a framework. Give yourself some parameters to work in. Work really, really hard at it every day. Show up, problem solve, learn as much as you can. Make sure you're doing it for a reason that's important, for a reason that you love, not because it's going to look good on Instagram. And then make sure you're not doing it alone. Because remember, you're an amazing artist and your creativity is showing up ready for you to create something awesome with it. If only you will show up and do the work alongside it. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Um, message me, Lauren Likes Blog on Instagram. Join me in stories from here. Again, lauren-likes.com slash gratitude. I can't wait to see what you're going to create, what you're going to come up with. So let's all go out and let's give ourselves the time we need to create and grow. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the show, please visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast and be sure to sign up for the newsletter to know when new episodes are out and to stay up to date with all of the crafty creative happenings around here. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be so helpful to let me know what you thought of the show and share with all your friends on Instagram by tagging me at Lauren Likes blog and using the hashtag how she creates. Until next week, I hope you get curious and go explore something.